0: Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. If you are new to the show, we have a episode releasing every Monday and Thursday on CharismaPodcastNetwork.com. You can also get the Charisma Plus app. All of our shows stream on there. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, um, audible, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to to tap into the show. There's over a hundred episodes now that are available on those different outlets. And so feel free to tap in. Thank you for, if you've been, um, a listener, if you've been, you know, a part of the family listening every single week. Thank you so much. I've had testimonies come back of this changing their lives. People listening in their in their home groups and their Bible studies, listening to different episodes of Awakened Podcast. Thank you for spreading the word, sharing with friends and family. And so, it is always a blessing to be with you guys today on the show. Um, for those who are constantly listening, you know that I interview beautiful people from around the world that are serving Jesus with all of their heart that are doing incredible exploits for the Lord Jesus. And I also have solo shows. I break down different messages that the Lord puts on my heart, things the Lord really impresses upon me from the word of God. Me and my wife have come on several times, shared our story. We love releasing the testimony of Jesus, um, you know, in several different ways, how God touched us, delivered us, ministered to us, spoke to our hearts. And so we really just like to get real. Awaken podcast is about awakening. The apostle Paul said in five Um, in Ephesians uh, 5.14, excuse me, he said, Awake, awake, O sleeper, arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. And he spoke that to believers. Our hearts need to be awakened to the beauty of Jesus, who he is, um, all that he has done for us, who we are in Christ. We need to get to know our Heavenly Father, get to know the Holy Spirit. We need to learn how to release the kingdom today in our everyday lives. And so, um it is a blessing I have a great guest on the show with me as well um a guest that his his works his his messages his books have Definitely impacted my life in a big way, and many people, my mother, my father, many people in my life. And so um, my guest today is John Eldridge. He's a director of Ransomed Heart Ministries in Colorado Springs, Colorado, a fellowship devoted to helping people discover the heart of God. He is also an author of numerous books, including Walking with God, Fathered by God, Walking the Dead, Desire, and Love and War, along with Wild at Heart, which we'll be discussing today. So thank you, John, for joining me on the podcast.
1: Oh, I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: <laughs> one thing I always love to ask my guests, you can give me the short version. I don't know if there's a long or a short version, but how did the Lord first awaken your heart? When did you first come to know the Lord? I always like to ask that question.
1: You know, I, I was just talking about this the other day on our podcast. I think I, I've had two major conversions in my life. Yeah. And the first, the first one was when I was uh, 18. And mm-hmm. I was a drug kid, a street kid, <clears throat> um, police record living in in l a mm-hmm. and Jesus literally walked into my life I mean it was mm-hmm. it was phenomenal, yeah, and I love him, and he rescued me big time. Mm-hmm. But the second conversion really relates to your show. It was in my thirties when I discovered how central the heart is to life to the Christian life mm-hmm. to God and and how just going back to the scriptures I saw all this you know uh, focus on the heart and I yeah. I had a mm-hmm. heart awakening yeah and it was like it was like narnia it was like walking through the wardrobe <laughs> door it it, sure. it opened up a whole new level of intimacy with mm-hmm. God and and with his kingdom so um so, I love what you're about. And I love the idea of of awakening the heart, yes, because it's so it's so beautiful when it happens
0: mm. and and that's a huge thrust of your ministry is just <laughs> this is this is the message that you bring. You want to see people's hearts healed, restored, awakened so they could have intimacy with their heavenly Father, get to know Jesus personally, walk with the Holy Spirit. And so that's 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 a huge reason why I've been impacted yeah. by your ministry and, I wanted to have you on the show with me today, and I always love asking that question. I ask it on every single show, pretty much, because I just love to hear people's stories. I love how God is so—he um, he, he touches us and, and ministers to us and reaches us so uniquely, and we have these, these um, marking encounters where God just—he marks us, and he sets the course of our life in a different direction, and it's just a beautiful thing, and so thank you for sharing that. Don't
1: you love Jesus' stories?
0: Yeah, <laughs> more than anything. I, I just love him. Yeah. Oh, more than anything. Me too. I just love how he reaches us so uniquely. Everyone's got a different story, whether they were little, you know, teeny. You know, I've had people come on how they encountered yep. Jesus at four, five, six years old, encountered him as it. My wife encountered Jesus at, at, as a teenager, 12 years old, in church, was completely transformed. I was just like you, a drug addict, a partier. You know, and I encountered Jesus mightily, his love, his grace at 19 years old. And so I just love how God just reaches us at different times in our life in different ways. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah.
1: So good. Yeah.
0: And so today I want to talk to you about your book, Wild at Heart Discovering the Secret of a Man's Soul. This book, and I, I spoke to you a little bit about it before the show, but this book. Um, was the first book I ever I ever read besides the Bible. <laughs> I got saved at 19 years old. I started devouring the scriptures, loving the word of God, loving the presence of God, just wanting to read about him, learn about him, be a student of the word. And the first book that came across my path, and I truly believe that God led me to this book, was Wild at Heart in 2008. And it was huge in my life because I had a skewed view on what a man of God or a Christian man actually is because i grew up in catholic church you know i i I always viewed and i'm not trying to you know say anything bad about that but i I grew up in in actually not only catholic church but then at 14 15 years old we went to more of a pentecostal kind of non you know non-denominational setting but um you know back then i just thought okay you got you know you have to do good you have to go to church you have to read your bible you have to pray sometimes and for me it was boring it was traditional it was i was just i didn't i didn't get it so when i got saved the Jesus that I met was wild. He was amazing. He was beautiful, but I just didn't know how to walk it out as a man. And so, your book was huge in that way. And I know you talk about that. How many you know in this culture today we're either trying to uh, tame men or or, or 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 feminize them in a lot of ways. I'd love to just start there and kind of lay that foundation.
1: Oh yeah, man! Like it's so tragic. There's just been a train wreck um, both in the church and outside, and mm-hmm. it has to do with. What the last fifty years? You know, we've got so much fatherlessness. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of boys growing up without a dad, uh, or or if they do have a dad, he's gone a lot. Or like in my case, I grew up in an alcoholic home. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of just unfathered men now in the world, yeah. and and then you have all of the gender confusion and. And it's just heartbreak, you know, because people are trying to figure life out and are trying to find where's love you know who am i and and there's a lot of confusion in that yeah and and then you add to that just the enemy's hatred of humanity, sure mm-hmm. uh, because you you start in Genesis one, and two things are told to us about who we are first off you're you're a child of God, you are his image bearer you Let us make man in our image. Mm -hmm. It's it's incredible. Like you are a son or daughter of a living God. That's where you come from. You come from God. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the second thing that's said right there in the same same verse is male and female, he made us. So gender is so filled with beauty and dignity. And the enemy hates it. And mm-hmm. and so you know you've got broken humanity with broken stories at a really broken time in human culture, and then the enemy's just mowing people's grass. He's yeah. he's just <laughs> yeah he, he 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 really he is, and and it leaves people with a lot of heartache around, you know what does it mean to be a man or a woman am I a man like, you know, what does masculinity look like? And then I, I said, part of the train wrecks in the church. And that's what you were referring to is, you know, the, the church is didn't, I don't think it meant to do this, but it, it gave us a really emasculated Jesus. He's just always sweet. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> always in a, always in a white robe. Yeah. And, and always with like, you know, there's sheep around little children. And guys, always. Look at mm-hmm. that. Well, there's a reason men don't go to church. Let's just be honest. Because sure. they're like, I can't. Re- I'm not looking for that. I can't relate to that. I'm I'm looking for somebody I can follow, and that's not a guy I'm going to follow onto the beaches of Normandy. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and and nobody did this intentionally. Like, hey, let's emasculate Jesus, but it happened. Yeah. And he got really feminized. Um. And and now the good news is, you know, there's there's the wow, there's a phenomenal grassroots movement. And and this this story is probably not going to get told until the kingdom, because it's just not on anybody's radar. But I'm telling you, because of our situation, we know we're in contact with thousands and thousands and thousands of men around the world. We're hearing the coolest stories of guys, you know, they're starting like father-son retreats and father-daughter stuff. And yeah. Men are coming together in in groups, so there is there's good news. There's good <laughs> news, uh, but we are coming out of a pretty a pretty big train wreck.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this is one thing that hey, when you dive with with Wild at Heart in general, you really emphasize how how men were created, what our heart needs, what our heart longs for, and that was that was very interesting to me. And I'm sure you're going to dive into that a little bit as well. But you just you you talk about the wild side of God and how we are made in his image. And you know, we see you know, we don't just see a lamb in the scriptures, we see a lion, we see someone who confronted the powers of darkness, we see someone who wasn't afraid to get messy, Jesus wasn't afraid to get messy and get into you know, get involved in you know, the the scary things in life, to get to get involved in you know, he was healing the blind. He was casting out demons. You know, Jesus walked confidently with his father. He had an intimate relationship with his father. And yes, he was tender. And yes, he was merciful. And yes, he drew the little children to himself. And yes, he was obedient to, you know, he walked in holiness. Absolutely. There was just this wild side of God that a lot of the times, you know, and this, this is something that you really draw out in your book.
1: Oh man, you just, okay, gang, look at the world. We mm-hmm. have this gorgeous world that God gave us. You think of thunderstorms. You think of the open ocean. Yes. You, you think mm-hmm. of the power of, of the African lion and the North American brown bear. Like, wow, God has a wild heart. He loves wildness. Now, not chaos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not destruction. That's right. But, but the world is not a tame place. And it's, this is fascinating because this is connected directly to masculinity. So in Genesis, when he gives us the mandate, he says, rule and subdue this wild world. And the Hebrew there means fierce mastery. So men, men have a, we have a warrior heart. We have a wildness to us because we are, we're shepherding a wild world. And, and it, it calls out these qualities in men. And again, you know, you like just watch what guys do in their free time. Just what, where do they spend their money? Where do they spend their time? What are their favorite
0: movies?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's motorcycles and it's surfing and it's, you know.
0: Action films, it's war like, movies.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, war movies, action films, you know, all the superhero stuff, all the Avengers stuff. There's a reason that stuff works, mm-hmm. Right. Because these are people on their free time spending their free money, and they're telling you what's in their heart. And what's in their heart is a man needs a battle to fight, and, and he needs to feel like he's winning, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and he, he needs adventure in his life. Adventure nourishes the masculine soul, and he needs beauty. and He needs a, he needs a woman to love and to feel like, like he is really coming through for her. These are so core to who we are as men.
0: Yeah. You, you know, this is a lot of people separate things too. You know, I think I feel like growing up in the church or just in general, you know, in America, I can't speak for all around the world, but at the same time, we, we view that, you know, you could find Jesus in church is what we, is what we feel like. You go to church, you're doing your religious duties. You could find Jesus in church. You can encounter God in church. But a lot of people aren't even emphasizing the reality that he is Christ in us and that he is revealed through creation. Like you're talking about the wildness of God, um, you know, bears and 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 lions and tigers and the mountains and, the, and storms and everything that you're talking about. They're like, God, he fills all in all. Jesus Christ fills all in all. He is everywhere and he created all of this. He's the uncreated one. He came forth from the Father and he created all of this. He's spoken into existence. It started in his mind and in his heart and a lot of people i think we have this religious view of god as well men and women or this is something that we've just you know pushed in the church that we you know we we go to you know certain gatherings or certain bible studies or certain church meetings or where we encounter god but you could literally encounter god out in creation you can be hunting and fishing and spending time with your kids and going to the football game and just enjoying everyday activities responsibilities life in general and we have this beautiful god who is expressing himself through all creation and wanting to connect with us, not just within the confines of a religious institution, you know, and a building. And I'm all about going to church and I'm all about having a family that, that we're connected to and fellowship and corporate worship. I love all of that, but I'm always trying to expand people's minds to see God in all of creation and to, and to connect with Him and and walk with him throughout their lives.
1: I love your passion, man. You just (laughs) preach it. Like, yeah. Gang. Do the math. 99% of the stories in the Bible where people encounter God take place outdoors. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Very few take place indoors. So there you go. Like mm-hmm. that, you know, God meets us through the world he made. And, and here's why I'm going to leave a little rabbit hole for a second. The reason sure. this is so important is that right now we're living in a world that has been traumatized by the pandemic and and not just the illness but everything it did the quarantines the shutdown the economies Mm -hmm. you know so many small businesses lost Mm -hmm. all that right it's it's a world where the enemy is just filling people with fear and Mm -hmm. tension and all that okay so this is our moment. Nature heals folks nature is so healing nature heals trauma. If you are in the hospital, get this the data shows that you recover faster, you need less pain medication, and you're released sooner. If you simply have a window that looks on nature, it's beautiful. <laughs> like it heals, man. Like it's <laughs> awesome. God built healing into nature, and so like we need it. And and not only will God meet you, you know, in beauty, and you know, for some people it's their garden, and for other people, you know, it is a a trip in the mountains, and. The other people they want to go to the beach or yeah it's fine like you meet God at the park wherever it is God will heal your soul through nature and right now the whole human race needs a lot of healing
0: yes we do Yes we do. A friend of mine um who's a a dean at a Bible school, he just he didn't answer his phone for 4 days. I wonder what happened to him. He was at a retreat in the mountains somewhere, didn't have any phone service. I was jealous of him because my phone I'm like attached to my phone because of my responsibilities in life, but he got away and you know, he doesn't have any kids or anything. He got away um and he he spent time with the Lord in nature and God spoke to him dramatic, dynamic words of just really like, come on, son, come up to my level. Like, I don't, you know, you're not, you know, leave, leave behind the childish things and come and walk with me. And God really called him into the deep. And he had this moment of like man up with the Lord and, and it's, he was just on fire and he was just oozing the love and grace of God. And he was just like, bro, I feel like my heart has been reignited. And it was really just three or four days just out there with no distractions, no, no, no phones, no responsibilities, just, time with his father out there in nature. And I was just like, I'm a little bit jealous of you. I, I should do that. One of these days coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good. which
1: is why again, <clears throat> so to come back to the masculine heart, watch little boys, watch the games they play. Watch, watch what they love to, to dream about. And, and, you know, it's water balloon fights and it's racing their bikes through the neighborhood and it's who can climb the tree and it's flips on the trampoline. Like mm-hmm. That's it. That's the, the free heart, yes. the free heart of the boy. And and then men's hearts get really bound up and really shut down over time. Loss, wounding, disappointment, That's right. you know, the hatred That's of the enemy. And and when Jesus announces his mission, he says, look, he quotes Isaiah 61. And he says, look, I've come to heal your heart and set you free.
0: Yeah. That's we we need that more than anything. This message is vital. And you state in your book that, you know, um, a young man or a boy is meant to learn from other men or a group of men or a company of men that God designed it that way. And God gave us fathers for a reason to receive affirmation, to receive identity, to really just encourage us and push us along the journey saying, yeah, it's good to, yeah. Like, and just, just be in our lives to, as, as an example. And you, 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 and you mentioned this earlier, um, about how detrimental it is if a boy doesn't grow up without a father, you know, he he doesn't have a father figure or healthy, you know, men in his life. How could what what would you say to somebody who maybe they're maybe they're broken and they're wounded right now, or maybe they didn't have a good example or a company of men around them? How can they begin this journey with the Lord in that way?
1: Yeah, God, God isn't the backup plan, you know, for for those of us that didn't have good dads. Like, he's not plan B. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 1, long before he laid the foundations of the world, God had you in mind, had settled on you as the focus of his love, to be made whole and holy through his love. He always is meant to be your dad. So here's what I would say. Every little boy has two needs. He has two core questions. The first question is, do you love me? And, and, and it's the snuggle times and the reading books and going out for ice cream and it's the wrestling and, and all that. Like he, he looks to his dad, do you love me? And then the second question he looks to his dad for is, do I have what it takes? Wow. Mm-hmm. Do I have what it takes? And, and so our search for love and validation actually rules our life, all of our life. You see it in men in the corporate world. You see it in men in sports. You see it in men in the church. We're looking for love and validation. That's right. And the good news, guys, is this. Here's the thing. Your dad, your heavenly father would love to bring you what you didn't get, to bring love and validation into your life. And so a buddy of mine started to practice. This is what he does now. Every morning when he wakes up, he says, Father, I need you to father me. Mm -hmm. And it's been a phenomenal journey for him because God comes and he speaks and he loves and he brings things into your life. And he'll do some of it through people, obviously, you know, he'll bring you an uncle or some buddies you hang out with. He'll put it on your heart. Hey, I think I want to go take a judo class or something. And he'll bring that that validation into your life but he just he'll just come to you personally.
2: Yes, he will. And
1: mm-hmm. tell you who you are and how much he loves you and he will tell you you have what it takes in ways that speak so deeply to your soul. So the the good news is guys, whatever your story's been, you can still get love and validation.
0: Yeah. People I know, I know friends of mine, have felt shortchanged like, OK, well, you grew up with a, a, a solid family unit. I, I didn't have a mother. My father wasn't home. There was abuse. There was neglect. There was all of these evil things, you know, negative things. Um, And they and they had to learn how to do it themselves. Either they shied away, didn't take responsibility, were broken and made excuses, played the victim or they had to grow up and and teach themselves how to be a man. And, you know, and a lot of people have felt shortchanged if that was their if that was their circumstance, but you also state in your book that even if you don't have a father figure, and you just touched on this a little bit earlier, that if you don't have a father figure, that, that God will be your father. And even if you had a wonderful father figure, that Your lovely father, your amazing father who spoke life and encouragement and affirmation, who loved you, who cheered you on, who pushed you forward, who challenged you, your amazing father could only still take you part way. And you say in your book, Wild at Heart, that there comes a time where you need to leave the familiar and go into the unknown with Father God. I'd love for you to talk about that. I'd love that.
1: Oh my goodness. Think of all the stories. Think of Abraham think of Daniel, think of Noah, Gideon, think of David. I mean, Mm -hmm. Paul, all of the stories in the scripture, God calls men to take a journey with him into the unknown. And he might say, hey, it's time to change careers. He he might say, hey, it's time to get married. You've been avoiding that. Or it's time to have kids you've been scared to. He'll say, hey, I, I want you to plant a church. Or I want you, you know, I, I want you to start a group for men. I want you to invite some guys and just start, just start hanging out together w- with me, with some guys. So, he'll call you out. He'll put something on your heart. And the beautiful thing about this journey is this is the journey of validation. <clears throat> because again, for boys, boys are shaped into men by love and validation. Now, validation comes through the, the words of men that they love and respect that was amazing. You killed it. I can't believe how you did that. It was phenomenal. You're amazing. But it also takes place through experience. It's when the boy, you know, practices in the batting cages and practices and practices and then he gets in the game and he clocks it right in, hits a triple or, or a home run that I'm telling you, man, something in him just goes <laughs> click. Yeah. He's like, I can do it.
2: Oh, I yeah. can do
1: it. I, I, I can do it. I got what it takes. So God calls men out in, in that passage you just quoted about the unknown so that we can discover we have what it takes as we walk
0: with him. Yeah. When I first encountered the Lord, the, the first thing he said to me, he He validated who I was to him. He spoke life into me. It was about my identity, about who he is and who I am. And he just said, son, it was, I went from uh, uh, an enemy of God in my mind, a rebel, a God hater, wanting nothing to do with the Lord, thinking everything was just religious. And I wanted to sex, drugs, rock and roll. That's what I was all about. And then one moment in my room of desperation and I opened up my heart to him and I said, God, if you're real, like everyone says you're real, I need you. And I just opened up my heart to him and I heard him after I experienced the love of God that was poured into my heart, I heard him say to me, son, I have plans for your life. And those two things, yes. those two things, son, he affirmed identity. You are my son. I know, I know I, I, I see, I see your life and I, I wash it clean and I call you son. And then also I have plans for your life. And in that plan, I've equipped you. I just felt like I've got purpose. I'm a son and I've got purpose and, and I just love how God spoke that. And then, as I drew close to Him, He would draw close to me and manifest His presence. And as I, I was, as I would read the Word, and as I would lay on my bed at night and meditate on Him, He would begin to show me pictures and and begin to reveal destiny. He brought, you know, He would guide me and then bring people into my life. It's just this beautiful journey of following the Lord, and He's constantly affirming who we are, and 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 what's in our heart for us to do, what we're capable of doing in Him with His supernatural grace. And so it's powerful. I just wanted to share that as just like piggybacking on what you said because it's a beautiful thing. That's that's yeah. how I know the Lord.
1: Yeah, there it is. That's the walk right there. He was fathering you.
0: Mhm. Yes, he was. So good. So good. And so this I'm I'm grateful that this book is being re-released and I know that um it was published. I think it's been over 20 years, right? It's been published. It's impacted so many lives. How have you seen this book impact lives over the years? What are some of the feedback you've been getting and what do you hope to accomplish in, in, in its re-releasing? And I know you also have some amazing things that kind of surround, you know, the re-release.
1: Yeah, it's a Holy story. I mean, I take my shoes off that the healing of men, the healing of their hearts, I mean, full, full tilt, healing of addictions, full tilt, healing of, of gender confusion, Healing of marriages by the million all over the world. It's the most holy story. It's incredible. And, and uh, what we're doing is we're coming back out with Wild at Heart and the companion book for women called Captivating. There's mm-hmm. new editions out now. And um, we just felt that in this hour where so many young people especially are wondering, they're asking gender questions. And um, we just want to come in with some loving help with that. So last year we made these two beautiful film series. There's a new film series for men, a new film series for women, Wild at Heart and Captivating. And you can come to our website and you can take the Wild at Heart experience or the Captivating Experience is free um, and awesome. go through these six, six weeks of, of a film each week and questions for reflection and scriptures and just taking the journey to get some more of your heart back. So we're, we're stoked, man. God is moving powerfully through this. It's so beautiful.
0: Awesome. I love that. And so how, what's a, what's a website people can go to? How can people tap into your ministry, grab a copy of this, be a part of all this? Um, yeah,
1: it's real simple. It's wildatheart.org. Awesome. Uh, come to our website, wildatheart.org, and you'll find the films and you'll find our podcast. and We do live events and backers, you know, going to be live events this year for men and women. So yeah, wildatheart.org.
0: Awesome. And would you, I just feel in my heart, you know, we're talking about the sensitive subject and there's God's drawing people to this podcast to hear this message because he, he is in the business of healing. He loves to heal us, restore us, redeem every area of our lives, bring us into wholeness. And so I would just love for you to end us in prayer here, however you feel led, but I just have this uh, feeling in my heart that there's people listening to this right now that are that are saying, yes, I got to get a copy of this book. I got to I have to dive in here because they're really experiencing some of the pain that we've spoken about today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, gang, let's pray. But I'm going to pray in the first person because this is between you and God Mm -hmm. and say, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I open my heart to you. I need my heart back. God, there is too much in my past, too much in my story that's not healed. And I don't I don't want to live with half a heart with a with a hard heart, with an unhealed heart. I need you, Jesus, my healer. I open my heart to you. Come, come and join my heart with your heart. Come and bond with me. Come and unite your life with my life. Bring your healing love into my heart and recover places that have been lost for a long time. I pray for healing. I pray for freedom. I pray for life. In your name, Jesus. Amen.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for your ministry. And, you know, we give all the glory to the Lord. I just thank you for being a faithful and uh, obedient servant of the Lord, just sharing what God, it's amazing because we, we give out of the abundance of what the Lord has done in our lives, right? Freely, freely, we've received freely give, and you've, uh, you've stewarded what the Lord has given you for, for many years and all these different books. You've written so many, how many, how many books have you written now?
1: Um, I, I don't know. I think it's like
0: 14 or something (laughs) like that. Something like that. Great. So I highly recommend looking up, going to, can, can people get your, um, all your different books at wild at org? Yeah. Or
1: yeah. Or you could go where, wherever you get your books. Amazon. They're out there.
0: Yeah. Uh Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I know that you have a ministry and a beautiful family and, um, I know your time is valuable. So thank you so much for joining me and sharing today.
1: I'd love this. This has been a great conversation. Thanks
0: for having me on. (laughs) I'd love to have you on again. I know know you release books often, and just to have dialogues like this, conversations like this, where we can share what the Lord has done in our lives, what the Lord is doing, and just breaking down the truth of God's Word is absolutely my favorite, and so I'd love to have you on again.
1: Yeah, far out.
0: Let's do it. So good, John. Bless you. Thank you so much.
1: Okay, man. God bless you guys.
0: Yes, absolutely. For those who are listening, thank you so much for subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed and challenged and awakened by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless you guys, and I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hello, let me tell you about this amazing online store, The Hope-Filled Journey. You'll definitely want to check it out today. Michelle and Renee Torres, they started up this online store in obedience to the Holy Spirit in the midst of a crazy year, like we all know, Uh, full-time jobs, raising four children, and they stepped out in faith and God is honoring them every step of the way. You go to www.thehopefilledjourney.com. It's where you'll find extraordinary products, clothes, fashion accessories, jewelry, and more. Their goal is to inspire faith through their product line as well as high quality in all they do and produce, which we know is very, very important. Um, Check it out today, thehopefilledjourney.com, and you'll get $10 off when you spend $50 or more. And you'll also get $20 off of your purchase if you spend $100 or more with promo code AWAKEN. So go to www.thehopefilledjourney.com. You'll get $10 off when you spend $50 or more, and you'll get $20 off if with, with a purchase of a $100 or more with promo code AWAKEN. I highly recommend it. It's an incredible store, so make sure to go to thehopefilledjourney.com today.